Russian rebel, yeah. Highly over devil, yeah. Greetings and welcome to Jesse I Interviews, recorded on the unceded lands of the Kulin Nations in what is now known as the City of Melbourne in so-called Australia. The interview I'm featuring today is with Jamaican singer Taurus Riley, and it's one I always remember with mixed feelings. Part of that is what I missed out on to record this. The year was 2012, and it was not long before Chronics blew up and became one of the biggest names in reggae music. I'd seen him performing live on the same trip, and we all knew he was going to be huge. My wife and I were actually travelling with a friend on this trip, a music producer who worked under the name Temper. I was helping him to link with different artists to voice on his rhythms, and we'd been trying to arrange a session with Chronics for several days, but it kept falling through for one reason or another. Wouldn't you believe it, Chronics rang about doing some work in the studio when I was already on my way across to Portmore to link Taurus Riley, and I totally missed the session with Chronics. I probably could have voiced dub plates with him for Chump Change at the time, and I still regret that missed opportunity to work with him at that early stage in his career. Thankfully, my friend Temper did actually voice him, though, a tune which remains unreleased to this day. I think I can safely say I'm the only reggae DJ in the world that can actually play that one in a dance. The other reason I have mixed feelings about this one, though, is because I wish I'd debated things with Taurus a bit more. He was quite argumentative and a bit contrary, and I let a couple things go that I feel like I should have pushed back on a little more. More on that afterwards, though. Better you just hear it first. It was a beautiful warm night in Portmore when we recorded this, and Taurus wanted to do it outside, so please excuse the background noise. I actually stopped the recording at one point as a car drove up and parked right near us. Anyway, here we go. Jesse I interviews Taurus Riley in Portmore, Jamaica, 2012. Played enough, enough, enough Taurus Riley. Trust me. Okay, so right now we're in Portmore, in yes. Jamaica, yes, with the man Singy Singy Taurus Riley. Thank you for joining us here on Babylon Burning. Blessed love. I always like to start things at the very foundation. I'd like to know where yeah, you were born, yeah, what life was like growing up. Yeah, well, life was life growing up in a musical environment around my father, Mr. Jimmy Riley. I used to be around him from the days. I used to be around people like Sly and Robbie from I was in Pampas. You know what I mean? And even Dean Fraser long before I even expect to do music, you know? So growing up was cool. I grew up around the music, from doing the park all over. I'm, I'm real Jamaican, out of many one people. I used to live in Florida, went to high school there, back and forth, you know what I mean? So it's all cool. Mm -hmm. And basically, we really give thanks for the way we brought up, because at the time, my mother and father very, Nurturing, I can really say that. Into like, they never really forced me to do things that I didn't want to. The only thing they forced me to do is go to school and get a great education and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I had the freedom to express myself to my parents at that time. So that is the roots and the foundation in which I come from. Right. What about in terms of the music business? I mean, obviously you're yeah, surrounded by the music business, the whole time, but yeah. But I, I never wanted to come into music business first. Mm -hmm. I, music was a hobby for me and something that me and my friends used to do and beat on the desk and stuff like that. You know, um, 
loving music so much I didn't want to do anything else so it becomes my business now but I never really wanted to do the music as a business you know my musical influences is dance and music for sure mm -hmm. Bojibantan, Bontikila, Shabarang, Supercat those are like giants to me growing mm -hmm. up and a lot of people think older than me really is because the maturity of the music but still I hate his baby and things like that so uh -huh. that's definitely the music that I grow up on Right, you know, definitely. So I think the first, the oldest Taurus Rally 45s I have in my collection are actually going back a quite a long way to mm -hmm. Love Promotion. That's I, my father's label. I yeah. believe that, right. Uh -huh. So um, when did you first start voicing and, uh, and putting out 45s? Yeah, well around that time I used to record from my father's label, Love Promotion, Jack Scarpio, later on Danny Brownie from Main Street Records. I used to do my little DJ stuff, you know. A lot mm -hmm. of used from Mixing Lab used to get stuff from me. It's a record for heavy beat, Mr. Willie Linda label. Not recording, you know, trying out the DJ world and thing. Yeah, I think uh, I have a single, I think it's called Hellbrock Loose on Love Promotion. I don't know what year that is, but you yeah, DJ did, on that I record. I did Nowadays. I was on the flip side of Anthony B's Warmback with a uh -huh. song called Nowadays and Night Nurse. I have a next song named Wickedness Can Done. I have a next name, Babylon Running Loose, uh -huh. not Hellbrock. Babylon Loose. Running Loose, that's yeah, the one, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, definitely. Mm -hmm. So what about the, the style? I mean, obviously it changed a lot from those yeah, early recordings. Yeah, well, the style grows. Grow. I do more singing now. But I still do a little bit of DJing if you hear like, Be who you are. Can they shut out them straps? I still, not tell you. I still, I'm not a singer or a DJ. I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. And I like the freedom to express myself in any way the music comes to me. The only thing that I keep the same is my message. And the message that I have is just to make people feel good and uplift them. Mm -hmm. The world is a very rough place and I believe that people go to music as a retreat to feel nice, to feel, you know, you can have a vacation with the music. Mm. So she asked me earlier what is in, inspires me and gives me so much energy is that because music gives me energy. So I try to give back people energy mm -hmm. to make them feel nice. So you're going out and coming in, you're going to work, you're going to school, that's the song. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's how I feel about it. Well, speaking of the message and the inspiration, yeah. obviously Rastafari is an First, integral part yeah, of the music. Yeah, integral. My mother and my father teaching. Definitely the culture, Jamaica culture. All of these things are in the music and this is what you hear when you hear. You know what I mean? And also, my personal thoughts are in the music, definitely, a lot. But I try not to get religious or too political. You know, because I'm not into like dividing people. My thing is about bringing people together. Okay, so you don't want to, you're careful not to alienate I'm people? I'm not careful, i just tastefully, you know what I mean? Okay. Everything is within class and quality. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And as grown folks, we should be responsible of the things that we say, right? Mm -hmm. So, that's what it is. That's not, like, I'm not, if I feel to make a political statement of whatever I feel, mm -hmm. then that is what I'm going to say. But in no way, shape or form is my music 
to be misunderstood as something that is not. It's about struggle, survival, love, unity, you know what I mean? Strength, empowerment, that's what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. So that's why I just pick and choose topics and the things that I say. Right. Well, I mean, as a Rasta artist, it seems to me, yeah. previously in the music, I'm obviously... an artist, and I'm a Rasta, yeah. not a Rasta artist. Same. But I'm a Rasta man without artist and without music. If I never sing a song tomorrow, he's a Rasta man. And then I'm an artist. For example, no disrespect. Mm-hmm. Like Usher, what is Usher? A Christian artist? No. What is what is what is Trey Songs? Same. A ballad artist? No, he's an artist. And then his personal faith is what it is. Just don't feel no way. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, so then he's a Rasta man, and I'm an artist. So definitely, you will hear that in it. But when you say Rasta artist, you start the segregation. This again. Sure, sure. Cause I have only people who don't love Rasta and them love my music. That means that they must love Rasta. Yeah, is that it? <laughs> yeah, so Jay-Z, what is Jay-Z? A Rasta artist, a ballad artist, a Muslim artist? No, he's an artist. And his personal faith and what he believes in the way he eats and drinks, that's his personal stuff at his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All so. right, well, yeah, okay, good. Um, what yeah. I was, what, where, where I was <laughs> heading, though, is looking back at the music, reggae music over history. In the yeah. 70s, Rastafari was, was very prevalent in the mm-hmm. music. Obviously, Bob Marley brought... Rastaf- help spread Rastafari to the world mm-hmm. and then if we go back 15 years ago we had a resurgence with the Rasta arti- uh, Bobo artists I should say yeah. like Sizzler and Capleton and those guys mm-hmm. but these days in the music it seems to me that Rasta isn't such a big part of the music as it has been previously you think that's a fair observation? Not really but I can understand what you're saying mm-hmm. but I mean Taurus Riley come on the scene with, with a song called She's Royal mm. and that teaching is about Rastafari because Rastafari called me king when me a little youth so a king looking for his queen and when I say I and I I know the king and queen crown same time I'm speaking about no, I'm speaking about 1930 2nd of November when Selassie I crowned the king of kings mm-hmm. and that's all Rastafari teaching I never leave out Selassie and Rastafari and Marcus teaching out of my music. Mm-hmm. So, and I am very relevant in today's society, am I not? Of course. Uh, so Shaka Zulu Pitney is a teaching of Rastafari. Mm-hmm. Going out and coming in is a teaching of Rastafari. But, I'm not a religious person. You understand me? Mm-hmm. So we sing love songs, we sing all type, different type of songs. No, you know, Rastaman will always be a voice in the music, whether or not the people who deal it, publicizing it, want to do that. Mm. As, as just like everyone else. Damian Marley is a Rasta man mm-hmm. and he's doing fairly well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yes, can say uh, that. Yes, I can say that Rastafari is alive and well. Mm-hmm. I mean, check it out. Yeah, all Rastafari is definitely alive and well. In There's the music, no, yeah. currently, today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. Okay. okay, well, what about in terms of reggae music in Jamaica? Obviously, reggae one drop music. We could hear some more one drop music in Jamaica for real. We could definitely hear some more. But I mean, we have to just do it. We have to just make the music and the people who play the music be fair mm-hmm. and give everything a chance. But you do know that music changes through time and time and time mm. from ska to rock steady to reggae to no dancehall. Dancehall was a place to listen to reggae music. Now you have a form of music called dancehall. Mm-hmm. So the music does change, yet still, the roots will always be roots, and we could definitely hear some more one job reggae. I agree with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, looking, the another uh, evolution of the music is yeah. the slower uh, dancehall, hip-hop-inspired dancehall yeah. rhythms, like the chimney mm-hmm. rhythms that you voiced. Like which one? Like... Like um, Man? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So this is, this is a more recent thing in the music. Yeah, it really. 
Because hip hop and reggae, remember that hip hop comes from reggae, you know. I always remember that. Mm, of course. A lot of people need to know that. So when you see the youth in Jamaica gravitating towards hip hop, you can't be strange because hip hop and it is cousins and brothers. Mm -hmm. attached. From the days of Supercat and Heavy Day linking up and mashing up the world. And I was even telling my brother earlier, Heavy Day, Supercat and Big, Biggie Smalls have a song when before Biggie Boss. No, people don't know this history. They check like Busta Rhymes, a Jamaican rapper. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, hip-hop and reggae are related. Now, so the youths in Jamaica are going to like hip-hop, especially the whole rebel music part of it, because dancehall is very rebel music, mm -hmm. as well as hip-hop. So the whole thing is to give everything a chance and not to overcrowd it with one thing. And we don't have any problem, I think. Yeah, I, don't have, I yeah, love I, that stuff too. I, I mean, <laughs> I just, I, I don't really segregate with music. I mm -hmm. can't do it. When I hear music, I'm inspired. So to say this is this is this, yes, we definitely need to hear more one drop reggae. That's what I do. I do a lot of one drop. That's mm -hmm. what burst me to the world. But still, we don't segregate with music. Mm -hmm. So don't feel nowhere near the youth them making hip hop music because hip hop music is from Jamaica. Fact. It comes from reggae and rock steady. And we know that. For a fact. Mm -hmm. You've worked a lot, uh, obviously, with Jamaican producers, but also with labels like Maximum Sound out of the UK. We had yeah, some massive man. tunes with Maximum Sound. Yeah, man. Which one that again? Huh? Well, like Rebel. Rebel, French. was yeah. the number one tune from last year for us in yeah, Melbourne. That's nice. Um, but there's been others as well, Poverty Nine of Fashion and, yeah. and those kind of tunes. Yeah, man. How did you come to make the link with Frenchie and uh, Bebo? Dean Fraser caused that. Dean Fraser introduced. I know about Frenchie from a long time with my father, but I never really record with him. Okay. So, the Dean really made the link official for recording with Frenchy. Mm -hmm. And Frenchy's cool, he has cool rhythms. I have a bigger pecking seminar in the UK because mm -hmm. they make mm -hmm. cool recordings too. Right. So it's nice. So you've worked with a lot of producers obviously here in Jamaica as well. Is there any, any uh, producer in particular you like working for or are you just... I mean, well, I like to keep it home with Dean Fraser always mm -hmm. as the home team. But um, separate and apart from that, it's cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm interested in music and quality music. So, hold on. Yeah, one second. Yeah, no problem. You alright, Papa? You alright, Papa? Yeah, I don't fight against. I don't fight against the hip hop rhythms because I, I love them actually. Because a lot of the roots and culture, new roots and culture artists gravitate to those slow piano-driven rhythms anyway. Yeah, I mean, get some more conscious music on them. It's a phase. Yo, sir. Bless sir. Just wait till this turns this radio off. Okay. I can't change that. Alright. Okay. Just can't even remember where we're at. Yeah. Play it and listen. <coughs> no, I can't. I need the headphone what jack. What are we talking about? We're talking about, we're talking about hip hop. 
and reggae. Goodbye. I know. Yeah. Oh, talking about producers and different things and maximum yeah, yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were saying you worked with Don yeah. Corleone. Yeah, I told you I was working with a lot of different producers, but for the main part, I do keep it in the camp, you know, Mr. Fraser, with no disrespect to anyone, and we still mm -hmm. work with a lot of great producers like Don Corleone, John and Leclerc. We work with um, Paul Bidem at times. Mm -hmm. We work with Slam Robbie, and we recently working with Damon Marley. We do work, we're into mm -hmm. work, you know. And good quality work. Good so music is good music. Yeah, so whoever's, ever, whoever's dealing with that is who we naturally work with. Right. So what are you working on now? What can we I'm look forward to in the future? I'm working on a lot of work. I'm doing a project with me, Damon Marley, T.O.K. and Marshall and other artists, but those right away, a collaborated effort mm -hmm. to make music together as bridging and bridging. Sound real cool. That's one. I'm working on another album. That's two. I have a lot of singles out and I'm working on going on my tour starting next week, Tuesday. First concert in England for the second of August, right? Independence mm -hmm. celebration. Right. So that's definitely what we're working on, also. Okay. Well, to wrap things up, do you have a mm. message you'd like to pass on to your fans yeah. back in Australia? My message is always thank you, you know. Definitely always thank you. Natural thing, kids yep. crying in Portmore is what it is. <laughs> and I mean, Jamaica land we love. So you're still living in the neighborhood, no, obviously. No, I mean, yeah, well, this is actually my brother's neighborhood. I live in the okay. countryside and I live in Morant Bay, St. Thomas in the east. I wake up to the rivers and stuff like that. It's fantastic. You should come there and see it sometime yeah. at the next interview. We should. Yeah, but this is my little corner over in Portmore City. Great place. And we just want to the people in Australia, thank you very much. Because it's very far. And to know that they're listening all the way across the world is a big deal for me. And for Jamaica. So keep listening to my music and all the other music and listen with that clear conscience. All right, Taurus, give thanks for joining us here on PBS. All right, respect. One other question I forgot to ask, but mm -hmm. I can edit it back in. Where did the name Taurus Riley come from? Taurus Riley is a nickname given to me by my mother. Yeah, what and it just carry on, carry on. So, because I always wondered about Taurus, because... Uh, yeah, well, it's not a zodiac sign, even though I do rule as a Taurus, but it wasn't like that. It just happened like that. Okay. It's T-A-R-R-U-S. T-A-R-R-U-S. And then I put me into it later on when I was pursuing the DJ thing. You know, at the time, you know, you had shot. Mm -hmm. Like a musical shot, so it's like a musical gun. That's why you hear songs like The Life of a Gun. Mm -hmm. You know, but we don't promote guns and violence. It was just the whole thing. Because even in that song, I, you know, we said, where they met gun for? Guns don't do good. Guns make you kill people. Mm -hmm. So it's just my DJ name. My mother gave me. I'm like it. <coughs> All right. Give thanks, man. Cool. Taurus Riley speaking to me there back in 2012. As I said earlier, I kind of wish I debated him more, especially on the Rasta artist topic. He asked, would you call Usher or Jay-Z a Christian artist? I remember thinking at the time, if they began their songs by singing or saying the name of Jesus Christ and made Jesus the actual subject of their songs, I absolutely would. I think everyone would. I feel like he was being argumentative for the sake of it because he went from agreeing that Rastafari has influenced his music and his entire life 
to rejecting the label of Rasta artist, to then saying how She's Royal has a Rasta message and how he never leaves the message of Rastafari out of his music. Similarly, I should have explained my argument more about the new sounds of the hip-hop-influenced dancehall rhythms, as his counter about dancehall hip-hop crossovers existing for a long time wasn't really the point. What I was referring to was how the dancehall rhythms were actually changing. If you look at where dancehall is today, where trap dancehall is now the dominant sound, you can see where I was coming from. It's funny he said it's just a phase. Little did we know at the time how it would completely take over Jamaican music. That's it for this one. Big shout out to my Patreon patrons, the Don Armageddon Time, the Real General Empress Irie, and the Idrons, Mr. DC and Tom Tanaki. Thanks for listening. Eyes is every time. I care less but workers of iniquity. Rastafari, it's my security. Chimney, and I'm a going out and coming in. Uh, never leave by Jaja. Reveal to me the backyard where the man belong to me. You never hesitate for bust the seal for me. Highly, 